Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're delighted uh, to welcome uh, you to this lecture in the LSE European Institute APCO Worldwide um, Perspectives on Europe series. And we're particularly delighted to welcome our guest, Corrado Passera, Italy's Minister for Economic Development, Infrastructure and Growth. In other words, uh, we have here the very man who, with his Prime Minister, Mario Monti, who we were privileged to host at the LSE in uh, January, the very man who was the daunting responsibility of getting the Italian economy moving again after many years of sluggish growth and stagnant productivity. Uh, Minister Passera's CV is a pretty daunting one, both public and private sector, having been CEO of uh, Intesa San Paolo Bank, uh, of Postile Italiane, of Banco Ambrosiano Veneto, and also of the Olivetti Group, and qualifications from uh, Bocconi and Wharton as well. So, I mean, really, if this man uh, cannot help, at least help to turn Italy around, we might as well all go home. Uh, we are... We're very pleased that Minister Passera has found uh, a bit of time for us this evening um, to uh, speak to us in his very crowded schedule. Uh, as I've suggested, intimated, we don't have him for long, so I propose to invite him to speak straight away, um, and uh, we should have time for a few uh, questions. Uh, as you can see from the title of his lecture, it's the issue which is on everybody's uh, lips right now, so uh, we're very eager to hear his take on it. So. Without further ado, um, ladies and gentlemen, um, I give you Minister Corrado Passera. Won't be a lecture, just a few points and then as much room as possible for your, for your questions and for listening to your suggestions. The title, Shift Gear. I had to shift gear and decide in uh, one minute, actually in two minutes, six months ago when uh, someone, President of the Republic and uh, Mr. Monti asked me to change completely my life. I said, I need two minutes. Uh, I was in the bathroom when the, 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 the phone called me. No, I didn't ask for the two minutes because I was in the bathroom. I just wanted to give you that uh, I was there, was just uh, uh, razoring. And I said, listen, I have to uh, not ask, but um, confront the reactions of my wife. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, but in two minutes, I will, uh, I will give you an answer. And uh, I, I went to the bedroom. She was still uh, sleeping. And uh, I said, listen, the two guys, two of the guys I admire the most in, 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 in my life has uh, asked me to, to join them in an effort that... Uh, uh, is not necessarily, it will not be necessarily successful. It will be very difficult, but uh, I cannot say no. And uh, she was perfectly in line with, uh, with me. I went to, to the bank, to the office. I signed my resignation and, uh, uh, in the afternoon, in, not the day after actually, but in the afternoon I moved to Rome and, uh, and then I signed. Uh, life is often creative and uh, we have to be uh, able, in my opinion, that's the only suggestion I would give. Uh, we have to be able to say yes when uh, creativity in life uh, uh, becomes real. Uh, and that was my case six months ago. Um, now let's move to very uh, serious uh, uh, examples, more serious examples. Um, shifts in gears. Uh, I will mention four of them. One, 
relates mainly to Italy. One relates to Italy and Europe. Uh, and the fourth uh, might relate to what you're doing and, uh, and uh, to, to your school. Uh, first shift I personally was part of uh, is, was the shift uh, toward credible austerity, credible uh, public accounts management. And that happened in the few weeks after uh, that phone call arrived uh, early in the morning while I was in the bathroom. Uh, we had to convince the world, the markets, that our country was credible from a, the point of view of public accounts. Previous governments had done a number of good things. During the summer, a number of important decisions were taken, but clearly that was not enough. And we had to prove the world that uh, Italy was, had nothing to do with uh, other situations like the, the Greek one. And uh, we decided to do it uh, in the only way uh, that creates credibility in the long term through structural difficult reforms. One was the pension reform, the other one was the fiscal reform, but was what was really symbolic uh, for the world, for Europe for sure, was the pension reform we introduced, something that was not even imaginable until a few months earlier, uh, was designed, presented, implemented, passed through the parliament in uh, very few days, very few weeks. Uh, that was the, the way we, 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 we shift gears, we, we changed uh, 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 gears in, uh, uh, in terms of uh, uh, credibility, and the way the parliament reacted, the social forces reacted, people reacted, trade unions reacted, the, and the reaction were very solid, very, very uh, not relaxed, because obviously it was a, a, a very big sacrifice for a number of people, but uh, was very uh, mature was the evidence that uh, our country, also in this case, like in many other cases in the past, uh, was ready to take difficult decisions to create a, 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 an important thing for uh, an important uh, a solution for an important problem of the country. Um, uh, second, shift a shift that is very important for both Italy. I believe also UK, but certainly for Europe as a whole. And that's the shift from uh, pure austerity, pure budget uh, uh, discipline, uh, to uh, growth, sustainable growth. And sustainable growth, what does it mean? It means that has to be a growth sustainable from a financial point of view, so it has to be combined with uh, 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 with, uh, not with austerity, but with uh, 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 um, budget discipline. And uh, it's not easy, but uh, it's uh, crucial because also uh, uh, debt sustainability uh, is impossible without growth. Uh, austerity without growth uh, does not solve the problem, the urgency, the priority number one, that is job creation. Sometimes we forget that in Europe we have at least 50 million people 
that have that are concerned about the, their job in the 50 million I put both the people that do not have a job are unemployed but also all those people that uh, all those people that uh, have a job that are underemployed with a job that is not sufficient to to plan for the future uh, 50 million is a, is a big figure uh, in our country if we put together the unemployed the inactive those who are not looking for jobs anymore or not uh, people that have jobs that are not sufficient uh, uh, to, to make a life uh, we get close to seven million people seven billion people times four the number of the average number of relatives that gets very close to 30 billion 30 million people 30 million people is close to 50 percent of the country when a society as is so concerned uh, about the future so many people in a company in a country or in a continent like Europe is so concerned about future uh, problems uh, can be certainly economic but uh, dangers uh, in terms of uh, social and uh, political certainly social uh, context are very are very high so what uh, uh, does it mean to uh, what, what can we do? I mean, uh, sustainable growth. How can we foster sustainable growth? There is no shortcut. You, we all know there is no silver bullet. People that are looking for the magical measure that uh, creates uh, uh, growth obviously are looking for something that does not exist. Uh, sustainable growth uh, is something that comes from the combination of all the engines of growth. The, the, the first one uh, is company competitiveness, and that's why we are focusing very much on uh, uh, innovation, internationalization, uh, uh, um, uh, fiscal uh, uh, rewards for, for companies that grow, that pour money into the, into the company themselves. Uh, uh, um, competitiveness comes from energy cost, from, uh, uh, from cost of credit, uh, and for each of these chapters we have a a, a, a chapter of our agenda for growth but I just want to make the list of the many different items that at the end have to work together if we want to get growth uh, dynamism is a, is a crucial point for growth and dynamism comes from uh, uh, liberalization opening of markets and one of the very first moves we made was the opening of the mass gas market, of transport market, of commerce market, of uh, professional service market. Uh, but uh, dynamics comes from mobility, comes from uh, uh, competition laws, comes from labor market laws, comes from uh, uh, meritocracy within the public authorities and uh, in the society. For each of them, we have a chapter. And if you want, we can talk about it. I don't want to. Uh, to spend too much time now in the list, but uh, the message is all these points are interrelated. And if there is a country that is not effective and efficient around companies and around people, uh, no way growth is available. And company effectiveness comes from infrastructure. That's why we push very much and we made a lot of things. If you want, I can talk about it on infrastructure, on education, on uh, justice, justice, the way the justice mechanism works is uh, one of the main reasons uh, that make a, a country effective and efficient. And it, it is one of the main reasons why an investor chooses one country or another for, for, for its investments. But then competitiveness that is made of company competitiveness, 
country competitiveness, dynamism is not enough. We need social cohesion because we have to keep the two things together. Sustainable growth is something that puts together competitiveness and cohesion. Cohesion comes from the welfare state, the mechanism to reduce inequalities, from the, 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 the non-for-profit world role in the society, a number of things that are very important and that sometimes are forgotten. Uh, a, a country like Italy can grow. Globalization for a country like ours and like yours, like yours uh, can benefit from globalization because uh, both our countries have uh, a number of industries where we are leaders and the industries where uh, um, globalization will increase very much the markets uh, from industrial automation to fashion to agribusiness to food to, to tourism to healthcare services. So uh, globalization is not something we have to be concerned about. We, we, we have to use it. Uh, in, in the case of our country, we do not have a number of problems other countries have had, like uh, we don't have any real estate bubble, financial bubble. We have a solid banking system. Uh, no money has been put by the government to save any bank in our country. Not many companies, uh, countries can say the same. Uh, but uh, it's only to say that sometimes people tend to believe Europe, the European countries, uh, the southern European countries, they will be, uh, they will be penalized in a major way by globalization. I, mean, I believe, I strongly believe that globalization for a country like ours is an opportunity and it's, no, uh, it's not strange in my mind that uh, we, we still are amongst the top exporters in the world and we are amongst, also in the last two quarters, amongst the countries that are growing the fastest in terms of exports. But that's another point. I will leave it for uh, your discussion if you want. Uh, third shift is the same shift from austerity to growth, but at the European level. We're not doing enough. It, Europe is being managed in a disappointing way from any, in any respect. Certainly the Greek crisis, certainly the sovereign risk crisis is not managed the, the way it should. Um, and without the European dimension, many efforts at the national levels, at the national levels are certainly uh, uh, not enough. Uh, we should st strengthen at the same time uh, the rules that keep together uh, the European countries. The fiscal compact is a good thing because if you want to have uh, a collective support, a collective solidarity within uh, uh, Europe, we have to uh, stick very much to very strong rules in terms of uh, budget uh, uh, discipline, but obviously that is not enough. We have to push very much ahead of the single market in many areas that are not yet real single markets. Services is a big area where a single market is not yet a single market, but it's not the only one. We have to use better the funds and the instruments of Europe. The idea of the project bonds and the best, the better, stronger use of the European Investment Bank is certainly in the right direction. We have to accelerate whatever investment makes competitiveness of Europe stronger, infrastructure new, the digital agenda, innovation, investments, these kind of things, and we have to do more. We keep talking about growth in Europe, but we are not putting the money in the right directions. We have to complete the single currency architecture. The central bank is becoming a central bank. It was not 
uh, until uh, some time ago, but the, 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 the decisions they have taken, the, the, the courageous decisions they have taken to provide liquidity to the European banking system have, has been the evidence of the, of the fact that we have a central bank. For sure, we need a further step. And the further step is, if we, is the following. If we have the right rules, and if, if we trust each other, if we have a common uh, um, currency, at least uh, in certain uh, countries, if we have the right institution to manage this, this currency, we have to make the last step. And the last step is to, be able to have the courage to guarantee each other and to, make, to convince the market that uh, we will not commit suicide just because the 3% of our GDP is in trouble. And this is what is happening. But it is certainly uh, uh, within our reach to show uh, uh, that it can be a, a, a different uh, story. That's another point. And the la very last point I want to make on this very stimulating uh, 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 title has to do with uh, the role of the top schools uh, uh, in the world and, uh, and, and in Europe. And you are certainly one of the very top. Uh, in a number of areas, we need uh, uh, solutions that uh, have nothing to do with old solutions. We have uh, to find unconventional solutions to a number of problems that, for the first time, are in front of us. Uh, aging of the society, cultural combinations, uh, uh, growth uh, uh, in mature countries, a number of them. Technology and science. I mean, uh, this needs a a, a shifting gear in the, in, in the top schools because we have to find a way to find uh, solutions that cannot come from single disciplines but only from the combination of many different disciplines, from the combination of many different uh, attitudes, uh, cultures, experiences, uh, ages uh, 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 of the people that contribute to them. And uh, this kind of creativity is a creativity that uh, needs strong knowledge, strong discipline, strong uh, nurturing, and the school like yours uh, are the best place to uh, develop this, uh, this, this skill and to develop solutions that today are not yet available but will have to be made available if uh, uh, we want to be uh, happy about uh, ourselves. Uh, so five different uh, examples of uh, uh, changes uh, uh, in, uh, or shifts in, in, uh, in, in, in years. Uh, only a few points that we can use as a, a starting point for our discussion, but feel free to make any kind of comment and to ask any kind of questions. Cannot guarantee the, the, the answer, but uh, I will try. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got about 20 minutes uh, only for questions, so I would ask you uh, to keep your questions very brief. Uh, as per our normal practice, uh, please do say your name, give your affiliation, and as I say, keep it short and sweet. And if you can just wait for the ro roving mic to come around, because um, we'd like to do quite a few. Um, is it right to be taking clusters of three? Perfect. Three questions, as I say, very short and sweet. Who'd like to kick off? Please. Only 20 minutes, only because there is a, the last plane uh, is at it's, it's at 8 o'clock. It's not the only reason. <laughs> not because you've, not got a, you've got not got a better university to go to. No, no, right. we won't take it personally. Okay, please. Uh, question. Yes, the gentleman, gentleman there in the, in the navy. Yeah. Hello, Nicola Melloni, Oxford University. 
Mr. Minister, thank you for the talk. Uh, of course, I'll try to be as brief as possible. Yes, so, like, uh, your talk uh, uh, raised so many different questions. Uh, you spoke of uh, credible austerity, but uh, what do you say after six months in government? Was it credible? Because, like, the interest rates two weeks ago were as high as during the Berlusconi government. So it was because of the Greek political crisis, sure, but then again it was the same in, uh, back in August and uh, in November. And uh, you spoke of like structural reforms, structural reforms like uh, the pension system that uh, you try to change. Uh, and uh, Mr. Hollande... Uh, could you, could you come to your question as yes, possible, well, please? The, yes. the question was like, if you think it's credible, the austerity that he implemented so far, and if the measures that... Uh, is trying to implement are in fact useful since like other countries going in the opposite direction are they losing credibility because of this so I'll stop here okay. also there thank you so thanks very much yes another question yes um, the gentleman in this, yeah thank you. hello good evening Michelangelo Giacco uh, I work in banking here I've got lots of colleagues uh, at work that ask me if uh, uh, Italy is going to make it and one of their problems is, is this an illusion? Are we going to have a great technocratic government for the next uh, six months, 12 months, and then it's all back in the hands of uh, what they call inadequate politicians? Over to you. Thanks very much. That was certainly, certainly short, short, and short and sweet. Um, and there's a lady, yes, right at the back with her hand up in the pale shirt. Yeah. Thank you very much for your speech. Uh, my name is Sylvia. I'm an international development consultant. Can you speak up a bit, please? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you've mentioned with pride that there's not been any state money that's been injected into the banking no, I, system. I you. Can you have to speak louder, please? Can you hold it right up to your mouth, the microphone? Okay. Um, you've mentioned with pride that you haven't, uh, that Italy hasn't used any state money to be injected into the banking system. Um, but you've also d uh, discussed um, innovation and input into the private sector. So is state money going to be injected anymore into private enterprises as it has been in the past? And how does this, how does this reconcile with credible austerity? Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Credible austerity. Obviously, there is no uh, solution that is good for everybody, but uh, we strongly believe that uh, uh, what has been done and the commitment, the credible commitment we took and that we will show uh, uh, in terms of uh, public accounts balance uh, will build uh, uh, credibility, is building and will uh, build credibility. In uh, 2012, we will be one of the few countries with uh, a, a primary surplus. Uh, in 2013, we will be amongst the very few countries with a structural total balance in the accounts. Uh, it's not enough. As I said, uh, uh, fiscal discipline is only uh, a, a prerequisite because uh, without uh, growth, at least in the medium term, there is no sustainability for any kind of debt. But uh, uh, the prerequisite in terms of uh, uh, fiscal discipline is, is a very important one. You say, uh, but uh, where is the credibility if the spread uh, are at 400? Uh, 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 obviously, the, um, 
Ukrainians as a, uh, is impossible. What if uh, without uh, these kind of reforms, uh, where, 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 where would they be uh, uh, without uh, uh, such, a, uh, uh, such a, a, a partial regain in, uh, in credibility? I believe our country uh, uh, has regained credibility and the role that uh, our Prime Minister is playing both at the European level and the international level is the evidence of it. Certainly we are only at the very beginning of a long trip. Uh, uh, after 10 years of, of non-growth, uh, uh, nobody can expect uh, everything to change in six months. But uh, I think that uh, what has been done and the structural reforms that have been done are, uh, are very important. Pension reforms. Uh, pension reforms uh, 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 have been very different in different parts of, of Europe. Uh, we decided that uh, we had to take uh, the most, uh, in our opinion, sustainable way to reform uh, uh, the pension mechanism. We decided to apply the, full, the, 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 the pure contribution mechanism to all the new pensions. Uh, some other countries will not do it. I believe that in some countries uh, 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 electoral promises will be changed uh, during uh, uh, the real life of, uh, of those governments, but uh, uh, maybe the other countries will choose to cut uh, in, in other areas. Uh, for sure, uh, the main uh, item in, uh, in, in the Italian public accounts, 250 billion worth of uh, expenses uh, out of 700, had to be put under control and it was not. So uh, um, I believe that both those uh, 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 that, that, that reform had to be done, and the fact that both the parliament, the, the social forces, the trade unions, the entrepreneurs, and the people at large uh, consider that something uh, acceptable, even if difficult, it, it was a good uh, evidence of the, of, of the rightness of the decision, but obviously it's, uh, it's open for discussion. Uh, is Italy going to make it? Uh, uh, what after the technocrats? Uh, our country uh, uh, is, uh, is accepting, as I was saying to your colleague, things that uh, were very difficult to accept, and that's the evidence of the perception of, of the problems we had in front of us. So we have a lot of strength. I, I mentioned some of them uh, because we have a number of strengths that are very, very hidden but are very strong. And when the wall got so close to the nose, the, the the, the, the country reacted uh, in, a, in, a, in, in a collective way. Uh, this kind of lessons uh, uh, and this kind of perception of the risk we were running uh, 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 will, remain, uh, will remain, and I'm quite sure that whoever will be uh, uh, in charge of the country uh, uh, from next spring on uh, will not go against uh, uh, what has been uh, instrumental to saving the, 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 the country from, uh, from, uh, from, from bankruptcy, let's call it that way. Uh, obviously, it, uh, Italy will have to be creative in that respect because there is a clear uh, empty space in the, in the, in the political arena. And, uh, uh, but again, uh, uh, not only life can be creative, but also uh, history and, and social uh, uh, organizations can be uh, uh, creative. Uh, no uh, money into the banking system, uh, and uh, that is a good thing. I believe that uh, uh, the, the, the Italian uh, uh, banking system, uh, after the 
big job that has been done during the last 15 years total liberalization, total privatization, a lot of restructuring, a lot of competition, a, a very major injection of competition into the system uh, has proven uh, solid, uh, has proven uh, not only solid but very much real economy oriented and not affected by uh, some of the drug effect of the financial uh, tricks that have uh, uh, created so many problems in other parts of the world. Uh, you're saying, but uh, if you're proud of not having put money into the banking system, why are you mentioning uh, uh, possible incentives uh, 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 to companies? Uh, I do not believe that uh, uh, incentives are bad in themselves. Uh, take, for example, the decision we took uh, uh, to uh, reward fiscally entrepreneurs who pour money into, uh, into the, their company. Uh, the, the, the average size uh, of the Italian uh, companies is too, too small. There are too many companies that are not strong enough to have the critical size to invest in innovation, to invest in, uh, in internationalization. So there is a social value and economic value in uh, uh, encouraging and rewarding fiscally uh, uh, those companies that uh, uh, make uh, 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 those entrepreneurs that make their companies stronger. That's only an example. Uh, but if innovation uh, is, a, is, a, is a lever for growth, uh, why not finding uh, uh, instruments that are consistent with uh, competition, obviously, that are consistent with uh, what other countries are doing uh, to reward fiscally that, uh, 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 those companies that have a long-term view that invest in research and uh, innovation. So again, incentives are not good or bad in themselves. It depends on the way you organize them and the way you, you implement them. Good. Thank you very much. And another, another three uh, questions, and I think that that will probably be it. Can I just think, um, invite any, also any questions on the sort of more Europe-wide and EU dimension? Um, of uh, the measures that the Italian government has put in place. Not the well, uh, you, did, you, did, you did say rather tantalizingly Europe is being managed in a disappointing way and there were nods towards project bonds and the EIB and, um, uh, and, uh, uh, and maybe even euro bonds. Um, a, a point you made. But anyway, we'll see, we'll see what comes forth from the audience. Uh, yes, gentlemen, right, right at the back um, with your right hand up. Yeah. Uh, hi, Minister Pastra. Alessandro Di Corrado, work for uh, NASA Management Company Is here. Italian students here? Uh, 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 we have a lot of Italian students. <laughs> it would be nice to have some non-Italian uh, questions as well. Yes, please. Uh, you said that, um, well, if, if you were a sort of benevolent dictator, if you could have it your way, how would you address the Greek crisis? Okay, thank you for that. <laughs> um, gentleman at the front, at the front there. Just, just down there, thank you. Thank you. Thomas Molaritas from APCO Worldwide. Mr. Minister, what are, in your opinion, the three most effective reforms to reduce unemployment in Italy? Three most effective reforms to reduce unemployment reduce in Italy. Yeah, okay. And one more, one more question. Um, yes, the gentleman. With, yeah. Thank you. In the middle. Just there, that gentleman. I think I have a, an European uh, question. Who are you? Uh, Francesco Redi. I've worked in London since a long time. 
I, the question now is the last part of the presentation of uh, Dr. Pastra concerns the how long it will take, uh, what are the chances that uh, the European countries finally they will declare they are going to support each other. Uh, I think that's uh, the only solution to the present crisis. In the second quarter of 2010, uh, the spread of Italian bonds vis-a-vis -vis bonds were 70 basis points, and now it's the 450 basis points. And this is affecting not only the credibility in general of Italy, but uh, the banking system, which is forced to, in, in spite of uh, what he said, uh, okay. to leverage, reduces investments and, and financing. Okay, thank economy. you. So you would like a system of euro bonds? Yes, sure. Yes, okay. I don't like at least the declaration. Okay. In my view, that uh, I'm sure it would be enough a declaration that every country will uh, support each other in Europe to see all the spreads collapsing. Okay, good. Thank you very much. Minister. Uh, probably if I were a dictator, uh, I wouldn't care about Greece, while, uh, uh, while uh, uh, if I'm very worried about uh, uh, the Greek democracy, if we don't find a solution, I think that uh, uh, we all have to find uh, a way to support uh, those uh, uh, Greek people that uh, uh, are willing to take all the necessary steps to restructure and relaunch their country uh, but maybe are not yet able to do it so they have to be supported and uh, I think that Europe should do more uh, um, to, uh, to help the country to get out of the corner where they are today I'm not saying that uh, uh, the reforms that have been asked uh, uh, should not be done but uh, uh, if we realize that uh, some more time is needed or some more money is needed uh, uh, and uh, uh, we have uh, uh, the, the, the availability of, of people that are willing to, to commit themselves to such a project, uh, I would not put too much stress on a country that has reached, very, in my opinion, a, 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 a breaking point level. So. Uh, um, that, 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 that's the answer uh, and that I will get it back with the third uh, question uh, because it has to do also with uh, the way uh, uh, Europe uh, could uh, manage uh, uh, collectively in a different way um, reforms uh, the second question uh, which reforms uh, to reduce uh, unemployment uh, unemployment uh, goes down uh, when uh, the economy goes up so uh, all the reforms that are uh, uh, needed to uh, foster growth sustainable growth are in that line but at the end there is no the, the reform that uh, creates uh, uh, employment is sustainable growth on the one side and the capability of the education and training systems to provide the skills that are needed by the economy. Uh, so uh, it's, um, if we want to create, and the third, okay, then I will give you a third one. Uh, so the first one is the agenda for growth. That is a, 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 a combination of reforms. I mentioned some of them uh, before earlier. Uh, second is uh, uh, creating the skills through the work life 
of people that are needed by the, by the economy. Today is not like that in many cases, especially uh, in our countries. And we are creating people that are educated but are not employable. That is, uh, that is a problem. <coughs> the third one and uh, is part of the labor reform uh, we approved uh, uh, at the government level a few weeks ago and that will be approved, uh, will be uh, um, presented to the, to the parliament very soon. Uh, we have to create uh, instruments for facilitating the entry of people uh, into the, the, la the labor uh, market uh, in, um, that at the same time uh, uh, create skills, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, create the commitment by companies and, uh, uh, and give uh, hope to the, to, 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 to the young people. Uh, we have a, a, a contract that is called uh, uh, Apprendistato. It's a three-year three contract. It's a contract that uh, where companies can uh, uh, give up, can say stop it after one year and after three years. But uh, 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 it is designed in such a way that uh, really facilitates uh, 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 at the same time the commitment of companies, the creation of skills, uh, and, uh, uh, and, the, uh, and the engagement by the young people. So that the, the reform we introduced for that, one of them. Um, third question, the, obviously the most difficult one, uh, um, the, the, the level of uh, the spreads uh, uh, that the market charged to many of the countries uh, that today are in uh, in difficult times uh, uh, during uh, uh, the last 10 years, less than 10 years, six, seven years. Clearly, the market did not charge the right interest rates for many years, and that did not help countries to correct themselves. Regulators did not realize the what was happening in terms of uh, imbalances, in terms of bubbles, in terms of uh, misbehaviors. Most countries, not only the, the four small ones uh, that today are in real trouble, uh, did not respect the Maastricht rules. And so they gave a bad example to all the others. The combination of all these misbehaviors and uh, uh, created uh, uh, the, uh, um, at the end a big problem. Um, should Europeans or should the Eurozone countries collectively uh, guarantee for for themselves, all of them, for all, the, for all of them, I believe that with the right kind of leadership, if the right rules are introduced and uh, uh, the right instruments, uh, I mentioned the BCE, uh, are created, uh, uh, should be the, four, the third one. There is no country in the world uh, where uh, the 3% of the country can create the Armageddon for the whole uh, country. So we always have to remember that uh, uh, today we are suffering from the known capability by the Greeks or by other countries, uh, by, the Euro but, but by Europe as a whole, to solve the problem that has to do with 3% of the GDP of Europe and f less than 4% of total debt of Europe. Um, I'm not saying it is, going, it, it is easy, but uh, I, 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 I say that it is unacceptable uh, from the citizen and from uh, the opinion leader, yourself, point of view. 
Well, Mr. Minister Passera, thank you very much for answering those questions so fully. In fact, we've had, uh, I think we'll all agree, an incredibly intensive uh, and stimulating, um, what, 45, 50 minutes at most, but you've packed in more thoughts and ideas and, uh, than we could really have hoped for. So we're extremely grateful to you. As an institution, we will rise to the challenge you set us of uh, developing our interdisciplinary and multidisciplinary strengths and trying to apply those to the problems of society. Uh, we look uh, forward to that with alacrity. Um, thank you very much for coming to visit us today, um, and uh, you'd be very welcome um, to come back soon and share yet more of your thoughts. Thank Good you. luck, and all people. Thank you. Thank you.